to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Feed You podcast. I'm Elisa Connor and I'm your host. And I just want to take a minute and thank you for tuning in again this week. I know you have options for your podcast listening and I appreciate you being here. This week, I, you know, we are smack in the middle of summer. It It is, as I'm recording this, um, the solstice just passed. And I don't know about you, but I often get distracted during the summer and um, I have like all of my kids are home and so that's distracting and then you know the sun is shining and it's nice out and the pool is calling and all these different fun things. So if you're anything like me, um, you get busy and one of the first things to start suffering is your customer service. And so I thought it would be great to come on and talk a little bit about customer service and getting a, a plan together and actions in place so that when you do get busy this time of year, maybe um, the holidays is another time of year that people get really busy. For me, back to school is really busy. And then there's just times in your business where you're really busy. But if you have plans and procedures in place for taking care of your customers, number one, it's going to help you stand out from your um, competitors. And number two, your customers are going to feel taken care of and they're going to refer you and come back to you to work with you again and again. So this episode of the Feed You podcast, we are at episode number 44, is all about how to make customer service your secret weapon. But before we get started, a word from our sponsors. One of the biggest frustrations I hear from business owners on a regular basis is, I need more clients. And I get it. Every business struggles with getting new clients until you know how to do it. The problem is, is you spend your time networking and going to events and making phone calls that don't go anywhere. You're out trying to attract people to you when there is a much easier way. Growing your email list is so important because it fills your list with potential clients who actually want to hear from you. And it gives you the ability to reach out to them on a regular basis and share what you have to offer. To grow your email list, you've got to have a great free download. Sign up for our free newsletter isn't working anymore. You've got to create a download that piques their interest, gets them to take action, and adds them to your list. Sounds easy, right? Of course it's not easy. That's exactly why I created my new free training to help you create an awesome free download. You can sign up at elisaconnor.com forward slash create my freebie. This live training is going to present the five easy steps that I've used with my clients to help them go from hot mess marketing to growing an email list that they consistently get sales from. So you don't want to miss this training. Head on over to elisaconnor.com forward slash create my freebie and sign up today. I'll see you inside. So let's jump right in on customer service. And I always think it's um, a great way to start a conversation by either talking about a poor customer service experience or um, a awesome customer service experience. And I've had both. Um, recently, we have a pretty new restaurant here in um, Arvada where I live that just opened up. I don't Well, you know, it's been open probably about a year, but they just... Um, 
they started serving breakfast and on a recommendation of a few friends I stopped in and um, their customer service was impeccable they greeted you at the door they had a smile and it was so refreshing because a lot of times you know we will go and you you never see the waiter again you never get a refill on your coffee um, they don't give you any eye contact they don't want to make conversation and whatever they're doing over there um, at the butchery they're doing a great job so a shout out to the butchery if you're listening and you guys are doing a great job and i wish you could take a few other places under your wing and teach them to do customer service now on the other hand i think that we are also in a in a world where a lot of things have been automated and so that has made customer service representatives like people that are doing sales and people that are waitresses and waiters and even fast food restaurant um, workers lazy honestly um, in the world of customer service not necessarily as people but just they don't have to deliver the customer service that previous generations did and i think it's a big problem um, because it's it's allowing people to avoid conversation and as human beings we have to have conversation um it's one of the things that we need in our daily lives is to be able to have human interaction with each other in order to remain healthy and sane and um, connected to one another so one of the big differentiators you can have in your business is to offer exceptional customer service and i don't know what that looks like for you but um, i'm in the process and i have been in the process of really refining what i do for my clients and an example um, of of something that i did i'm going to give to you in just a minute i i kind of i'm going to back up for just a second because i want to talk to you a little bit about the direction we're going and i have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different tools or um, ideas to throw out at you to help you improve your customer service or get it set up. If you don't have a system set up already, this is a perfect opportunity for you to set up your system so that whether you're implementing it or you have a new team member or a virtual assistant or somebody, they know what each client, um, how they will be treated and the process that they will go through with your company as far as customer service. Now, one of my mentors and one of the people that I learned from has excellent customer service and um, just these little tiny things that you wouldn't think make a big deal totally um, will uplift you in the eyes of your customers. So I'm going to give you an example of um, what he did when I joined one of his programs and then an example of something that I did. Now, um, my first recommendation recommendation to you is to personalize your interactions with your customers. We live in a very automated world. I'm sure you get in the mail just like I do. All of those letters that are like resident or they spell your name wrong or they put your um, husband's first name and your last, you know, your uh, first name is the last name. And you know, they, there's no personalization. They're just throwing it out there and hoping something sticks. Well, when you can per personalize your interactions with your customers, they are going to remember you and they are going to refer you. And so let's back up to um, James. James, I joined one of James's programs in October. And about a week after I joined, um, I got in the mail a personalized card thanking me for joining his program. This is an online training program. And with it were two packs of brownies, which I couldn't eat, but my kids loved. And um, just there was something else in that box, but I, that was box one. And so it was a thank you for joining my course. Here's some brownies. We're really excited. Make sure you log in. 
yada, yada, yada. And then um, as the course progressed, I mean, besides all of the other things that people do in their courses, as far as offering, you know, a free Facebook group and live coaching or whatever it is, this was above and beyond that. So then a couple of weeks later, I think it was about a month into the program because he wanted you to get in and, and do some stuff in the program. You, I got another box in the mail and um, it contained, what did it have in it? Um, oh, it had these really cool quote cards that were, they're kind of like a, um, you know how you get like the angel cards and all that stuff, but they were personalized to him. And um, they came in a little black velvet bag and they were personalized by all of the things that he, his little nuggets of wisdom, he had printed on like a deck of cards and put in this little bag. And then it came with a zip drive of some additional training and there's, gosh, there was something else in there, but again, a personalized card, but just these little extra things. And I was like, oh, I just really like that. Um, And it wasn't like it was super expensive to do this. Um, So I, it inspired me to do for my clients last year, I decided I wanted to do something personalized for them. So I have um, different sets of clients, but I have clients that do consulting with me and they spend a pretty good amount of money with me. And so I decided most of my clients are females and they enjoy wine. So I decided to personalize wine. And so I found a company online and I I can't remember what it is, but I'll find it and stick it in the show notes. Um, And you could personalize the the wine label. So I went ahead and created those and I uploaded them with my logo and their logo. And it said um, something like to a great pairing. Thanks for a great 2018. And it was, you know, pairing, like a wine pairing. And every person, so then they got it in the mail and they had to sign for it because it was alcohol. And so I knew they were gonna get it and I knew when they were gonna get it and it let me track it. And I had every single one of them reach out to me and go, oh my gosh, that was the best gift ever because it was different. They knew that I put thought into it and it was just one little like up level that I could do for them. So I want you to think about what that looks like in your business. Like maybe you don't have the budget to send, you know, personalized wine to people, but there are so many different ways that you can just reach out. Even if you just go to Dollar Tree and get thank you cards and hand write them. Um, That is a great way to start. There are other business um, uh, options out there. Send out cards is a great one. They have little gifts and cards that you can send. Um, And there's, there's a few others. But, you know, just think about what does it look like? You you know, as soon as someone buys from you and they spend money with you, you know, if they're at your level one price offering, what is something that you can do extra to personalize their experience with you? And it may be as simple as uploading a personalized video that says, I am so, I'm so excited that you're part of my um, community, that you are going to join me on this journey. And if you ever have questions, please just reach out, you know, however the best way is for them to connect with you. It could be on Facebook, it could be on LinkedIn, it could be on messaging, um, it could be via email, whatever it is. Um, And that is a great way just to go a little above and beyond without breaking the bank. So my tip number one is to personalize every interaction you can. And that is not only for onboarding, but um, we, you know, I did an episode previously on email tagging and segmenting. And this is a great way to deliver personalized content in your email service provider to uh, the people that you're wanting to do business with and the people you do business with. Meaning that if you have somebody that's reaching out to you and wanting to learn how to create um, a chat bot that delivers 
that uh, that collects an email address because they want to start using chatbots in their sales funnel, for example. Then you know every piece of content that I can come up with that is you know around different growth tools for chatbots, I'm going to share that. Um, and it could be you know it, it could be that they're interested in let's use. Um, Let's use a realtor, for example. So I have a couple of clients that are realtors. And let's say they're wanting to implement an email marketing campaign for their clients, and they know that they have an interest in a certain neighborhood. Well, they could actually create a sales um, email sequence that is dedicated to people that have shown interest in that neighborhood and just deliver that to them versus you know all of the neighborhoods in a certain city. They may not want all those neighborhoods. Um, so think about what that looks like as far as personalizing every communication as much as you can. It does take some time to set this up. I'm not going to lie to you, but it is going to help you stand out and um, get you above and beyond what other people out there are, are doing or you know, it, mostly the lazy marketers, to be quite honest. Um, and then the other piece of that is you can actually analyze if it's working or not. So you're creating these different sequences and maybe it's just a broadcast email and you just see, you know, what is resonating with people? What are they clicking on? What are um, what are the things that they're reading on your blog or reacting to for your content creation? And then you deliver more of that to those people. So think about that. How else can you personalize your relationship with your clients? So that's tip number one. Tip number two is, um, I, I referenced it, uh, previously when you're for your onboarding, but you can send personalized videos. So a lot of times with clients, I create personalized videos because they need to know how to do certain things in ConvertKit or on their website. And so I wanted to give you a few tools that enable you to actually screen record either with yourself in it, um, just the screen or just you, or you can go back and forth. Um, and my favorite is Loom, like a loom that you would weave on, L-O-O-M. And I will link to these in the show notes just so you have them. But you can do all kinds of screen recordings, and then it automatically uploads to the Loom um, website. And it gives you a link that you can copy. And you can paste that into an email and just say, hey, I created this personalized video for you. Please take a look at it. And it will let you know who and um, who and when they watched that. So that's a really cool um, tool that you can utilize and it's it's free they do have a paid version i don't think i have the paid version right now but it does give you the opportunity to do some personalized recording and screen recording especially if you're trying to show or illustrate something or you're trying to do a tutorial for them or um, just a quick little educational video i use this previous um just recently in my five-day opt-in challenge to reach out to people to make sure that they were going to show up for the webinar. And even though a lot of people didn't respond to the personalized video, like as far as in the training, I did have people reach out to me um, via email and say, hey, that was really cool. I'm so grateful you sent this video. And I, I really learned a lot in the challenge. And thanks so much for doing it. And so it did get noticed and it did stand out in their email. And um, so that's a way for you to get a little bit closer to your audience and deliver some things. So the other tool is Boom Boom. Oh, I'm sorry, not Boom Boom, Bomb Bomb. <laughs> that was pretty funny, Boom Boom. <laughs> no, that's not it. I gotta cut that part out. 
So the other tool that you can use, and it is not free, it does have a 14 day um, free trial, but then you've got to pay, I think it starts at $49 a month, but it's called Bomb Bomb. So just B-O-M-B, B-O-M-B. And it lets you do the same things that Loom can do, but just a little bit more, there's just a little bit more you can do with it. So go check out both of those. But the other one that I use, if you're not ready for either of those for Loom or for Bomb Bomb, is if you have Gmail, um, or if you have G Suite and you use Gmail, any any sort of Gmail, you have the option to add an extension called Free Video Email for Gmail. And once you add it to Chrome, um, you'll have a little video camera in your Gmail messages and it allows you to add um, a video to that email. And you'll see it right in there. So you'll record it and then it just automatically populates it into the email and you can type a little message before, a little message after, and um, you can't edit the, the video at all um, because it's just input into your email, but it's a great way. They, you know, I take that back. They do have a few editing things, but you have to choose them before. Like you can choose uh, your Zoom. You can choose, I think there's a couple filters in there, but you have to choose all that before you record. So there's no post editing of the video. And I don't believe there's a way to download it, but it's a great way for you to just reach out in a new and different way and add a video into your, your Gmail emails. And you know, that could just be a quick hey, I was thinking about you. I have this, um, say, such and such um, program coming up or live event coming up, and I'd like to personally invite you. If you'd like to join, I'm sticking the link in this email, and I'd love to see you there. So um, that is, you have to do it directly through Gmail. You can't do it through your email service provider. So that's kind of the difference is, is if you're sending personalized emails from your Gmail account, you could use this free video email for Gmail extension in your Chrome. And if you're not on Chrome yet, please go there. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, Google Chrome is the bomb. So if you're using something else, I don't, I, I can't help you. <laughs> uh, go use Loom, I guess. So that's number two is to create personalized videos. And a lot of times we, uh, when we create those videos, it's all, uh, we don't really know what to say. And so asking questions or asking people to respond or asking them to um, you know, hit reply on the email at the end of your video or however you wanna do that, that is a great way to get some engagement. And the same goes for any kind of video that you're doing um, on social media. I always say, ask questions, um, you know, ask people for their input. And I'm trying to do that. Uh, you'll see in my Instagram stories and my Facebook stories is adding more ways for people to ask me questions and to do surveys and polls. So if you're not following me on Facebook or Instagram, come find me. I will add the uh, links in the show notes and let's keep moving along. So number three, this is a biggie and this can be kind of hard as your business grows. And so I'm going to give you um, the opportunity to replace the word you in this sentence with somebody on your team, but make yourself available. And that means, you know, uh, there's a lot of um, ways to hide behind your computer when you have a business. And I'm going to challenge you to make yourself available to your audience and to the people that are customers, clients, or potential clients in some way or another, whether that's them sending you um, a direct message on Instagram, or it's, you know, you're handing out your email address, or you want to pick up a phone and have a conversation with people, but make yourself available to them so that if they have questions, um, 
or they, you know, they want to learn more, or they just, you know, they, they want to continue the relationship with you, you are making it easy for them to do that. And so some ways um, that you can do that is one to let them know how they can reach you. What's the best way to reach you? What's the best way for them to interact with you that you are actually going to respond. Now, a caveat to that is that I have um, some other people that I have that I follow on social media that I have looked up to and they say, reach out to me on Instagram or direct message and then they don't respond. So please don't do that. Um, if you're going to tell people to connect with you on a, a specific platform or in a specific way, please remember that you need to respond to them. And so if you are so busy that you can't do that, then I'm going to highly recommend that you get somebody on your team or in your office to do that for you. Um, it's really great if you can do it yourself because they're going to know if it's not you. Um, and the people that are doing this and they're doing it well, even if it takes them a little bit of time to get back to you, um, as long as you respond and, you know, I would say anywhere between 48 and 72 hours, if you can just send them a response that's simple and easy, especially if you're directing them there to communicate with you, just make sure that you're actually replying and you're actually communicating with them on that um, particular platform. And um, when, when can they reach you? Like, what are the best times? So if you're gone, like if your weekend is a three day weekend and you're gone Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or you're only in the office, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, just let them know. Like, I may not get back to you on Tuesday because I don't, I'm not in the office that day. You know, I have whatever it is. I have client meetings. I have what, but I'll get back to you on Wednesday. Just let them know um, where and when to connect with you. And then um, another way to connect with people and to kind of remind them of when you're going to be online answering questions or when you're going to do a Facebook Live is by using a tool like BeLive or um, there's another one that's not coming to my brain right now, but BeLive is one where you can actually schedule it and we'll send them a reminder in, you know, uh, Facebook. But if they have... If you've set up a messenger bot, like in Facebook Messenger, you can actually send them a little reminder that way and let them know, hey, I'm going live. This is what I'm talking about. I'd love to have you come on and, and ask me your questions. Um, another way for you to connect and it's this is this part of the sales funnel is all about you giving. Um, so you're not wanting to jump on there and sell them anything. You're just trying to build that relationship and give them the opportunity to get to know you and get to ask questions and get to build that no like trust relationship with you. So, um, y you know, if you're if you're telling them to meet you somewhere, just make sure that you're showing up there and you're answering and that if you are delivering content or value that you're making them aware of it, because I think a lot of times we create this really great content and then we don't tell anybody about it. And so just just remember to toot your own horn a little bit and at least let people know that it's out there so that they can come and interact with you and ask questions. And if you want comments, tell them to comment. Um, and then the other thing, there's one more caveat in here, is if you're on Snapchat and none of your clients are on Snapchat, don't be on Snapchat. You need to go find where they are because the likelihood that 
they're going to leave the platform that they're most comfortable to come and find you is really slim to none. You need to figure out, you know, who your client is, where they're hanging out, and then direct the, you know, either show up there and direct them to how they can communicate with you in that arena. Or for example, if your client base is on Instagram and you want to connect with them in a Facebook group, you are driving that traffic from Instagram over to your Facebook group. But it's got to be a platform that they're comfortable with or that they, they use, because if they're not using it one they're never going to find you and two they're not going to interact with you so there's uh just to recap those really quickly let them know how to reach you when you're available um promote you know the times that you're available for q a's or by either doing polls or putting it out there in messenger um and then you know tell them the best way to connect with you like if you're doing a poll or a um, the one that's coming to mind is in Facebook stories and Instagram stories. You can actually do a poll or a yes, no question and just reach out to those people if they have answered that question, because if they've answered it, they are interacting with you and you need to continue the conversation. Even if it never goes anywhere, it's just good manners. So think about what that looks like and think about how you can implement that into your, into your business model. Um, the next recommendation I have for you is to add some sort of chat to your website. Now you can do this with a messenger chatbot um, and through Facebook. And you can actually have some things built out or you can just say, hey, um, we're not, we're only here these hours per day. But if you leave your message here, we'll get back to you on Facebook just as soon as we're back in the office or, you know, give them a time frame. But it enables you to start the conversation with some ability for them to go and figure out, um, you know, a little bit more about the area of interest. So for me, like in my chatbot, I have, do you want to learn about the podcast? Do you want to learn a little bit more about branding? Are you interested in sales funnels? Or do you want to come to my online training? Um, and then, you know, each of those, I have a little sequence built out that's like, hey, this is, kind, you know, the online training is happening this time, This, and you can sign up here. Um, or if it's a podcast, it links them over to the podcast page. So it gets them started, and then there's always the opportunity for them to ask a question from then on out. Um, like if they wanna know, you know, when is so-and-so gonna be featured on the podcast, they can pop that into Messenger, and then when I see it, um, the next time that I'm on Messenger, I will go in and answer and say, hey, thanks so much for reaching out, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I have a quote actually about um, about customer purchasing and I forgot that I stuck this in here so that was kind of out of nowhere but um, especially put chat on your website to go back a little bit. If you are launching products and um, promoting products and launching so that if they have questions before they buy, that a live person is actually answering those questions and let them know that like we are going to be here to answer your questions because we want to make sure that you um, are getting the answers you need so that you can make the right buying decision for you. And um, you may have to go to something a little bit more advanced than Messenger to do that. But there, um, I have a, I don't have them written down here, but I do have, oh, yes, I do. I take that back. Um, live chat for WordPress. You know, I'm a WordPress girl. So if you're using WordPress, you can actually get live chat for WordPress and it will enable you to do live chat um, with your clients there. You can always, I mean, you can add Messenger, but I think if you're going through a launch or product um, sales, like if you if you're selling products from your website at some point you probably need to have live chat if you're doing a big launch or promotion um zendesk is another one 
and then Olark. So I will link to all of those in the show notes and you can just choose which one is best for you. I am not at the point where I need to do live um, web chat yet. And if I do, I'm going to actually bring in somebody else. When I get to that point, I'm going to bring somebody else in to do my live um, question and answers. So when I get to that um, point in my business, and it's coming quickly as I launch these courses, um, I am you know, that that's going to be an arena that I'm not going to take on to my plate, I'm going to train somebody else on my team to do that. So but uh, back to the Forrester research quote, so 49% of customers say that having their questions answered at the time of their online purchase is one of the most important features a website can offer. So when I say add that live chat, if you're doing a big launch or product launch, or you have an online store, it's almost half of customers who want those questions answered and they want them answered right now before they click buy. So really look at those three options um, for how you can add live chat, or at least, I mean, there would be four options if you're just adding in at least a chat bot to answer a few questions, but you have to think through what those answers are ahead of time if you're gonna do a chat bot. So once again, the, um, the tools that are available to do live chat are live chat for WordPress, Zendesk, as in like, you know, your Zen, Ohm, um, Z-E-N-D-E-S-K, and then Olark, which is O-L-A-R-K. So moving right along to tip number five. So tip number five is to really look at your website and see if you are creating a Siri worthy experience. And what that means is that, you know, voice search with Siri and Alexa and all these other different um, artificial intelligent agents is really hot. I mean, how many times you say, you know, such and such, turn this on or um, open the garage door or whatever it is, we are becoming a very automated world. And so what, what that means for your business and what you need to be looking at for your business, specifically your website is, is it Siri friendly? And the way to make it Siri friendly is, you know, if you've done a Siri search, you know, um, the results are really short. So you need to be making sure that your content number one has short, clear, concise um, sentences that answer your customers and prospects most pressing questions. So if you're getting questions, you know, if you're at networking events or online, or you're doing these polls with clients, um, or you're doing speaking engagements, and you get the same questions over and over and over, make sure that you're answering those questions, you pose the question and the answer in your website content. And if you need a little bit more about how to clarify that and get really clear messaging, either um, go back and listen to the previous four uh, episodes. So starting with episode number 40 through 43, um, no, 42, 40 through 42. Um, we're all about story branding and the power of story in your business. And that will help you clarify that message um, and clarify what you're saying. So adding the ability for Siri to filter through your content um, and pick up, you know, you answer this question with this answer so that if there's a verbal search, um, she can pull that in and make you one of the results that is found. So um, the other ways that Siri will find you, things that you need to know about your website is you need to make sure that it's loading quickly. And there are some tools that I can throw in here to let you test that. There's Google PageSpeed. I'm not 
truly in love with it, to be quite honest, and most web developers aren't, because some of the things they ding you on are not even things you can control. Um, I use GT metrics, so GT and then M-E-T-R-I-X, and I will link to those in the show notes, but you can go and test your page speed there, and it actually gives you multiple um, testing sites and what your grade level is on those. And then if you have issues, you can take those to your website developer and have them fixed. Things that will slow down your website, just so you know, is if you have um, YouTube videos embedded and you're not using a pop-up function, it will slow down your site. If you have um, really large images, it will slow down your site. Um, there's a whole there's a whole list like I'm not I'm not going to go into it too much in this episode, but um, it will give you recommendations. You can either hand those to your website developer or you can try and fix them yourselves. I would highly recommend if you don't know what you're doing that you give them to your website developer and have them fix them for you. Um, you also need to make sure that you have an HTTPS for your um, domain, which means you have an SSL secure socket layer. Um, license installed on your website, meaning that you are keeping anyone's information that is coming to your website that you're collecting safe and secure. Uh, For more on that, I believe I did an episode on that earlier in the podcast, and I will link to that in the show notes as well. But that is an indicator for Google to either penalize or um, promote your content, which means that if Siri is searching for it, and you aren't meeting those those two criteria as far as page speed and security, you're not even you're going to be penalized. You're not going to show up in results, but you're also going to be penalized by Google. So be aware of what that looks like and um, do as much as you can with your website content to answer those questions so that you get as much um, content traction as you can out of what you're putting out there. Um, Tip number six to, um, oh, and the whole reason, I'm gonna back up for just a second. The whole reason you wanna make your your website search friendly through Siri is that it makes it easy for your clients and prospects to find what they're looking for. A lot of times they may be in the car, especially if you're a restaurant. And for example, we have a lot of Mexican food in Colorado. And so if you had somebody that was looking for a specific Mexican food product, like maybe they wanted um, chimichangas and you answered like, you know, we have the best chimichangas in Colorado because we put the green chili on the inside and the outside or whatever, you know, whatever it is. And they're doing, you know, in the car, your client or prospective customers driving down the street going, who has the best chimichangas in Denver, Colorado? You've answered that in your website content, not just in a menu, but in your website content, you're going to show up in that Siri search, meaning you pre-thought about personalizing what your customers are going to ask for, and then answering that so that you show up. So think about how you can do that in your content. It's not something that's going to happen overnight, and it's not something that's going to be stagnant. It's something you're going to have to continue to stay up on as questions come up and as you evolve and as your business evolves. So think about that because voice search is huge and it's only going to get bigger. So moving on to number six, Um, when you're interacting with clients, I have a lot of clients who most of my clients are either my age or older than me. So you're, you're talking, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, and they aren't necessarily really comfortable with just watching a video. They want to have personal interaction. And I think that the more personalized we can make it, even if we're not in the same place, 
um, by using like video conferencing software. And there's a ton of it out there. My favorite is Zoom. Obviously, if you haven't heard of Zoom, um, you can just go to zoom.com. It is free to use. They do have an upgraded plan, but you really don't need it unless you're doing um, really long conference calls with lots of people. And even if you do need it, it's, it's super reasonable. Like you're not, I don't think unless you're going to do huge webinars with thousands of people right away outside the gate, you're not going to need to pay for the premium or even the paid version. I got away with the, um, the unpaid version for a really long time. So Zoom is a great way to share screens so that if they're having problems with say logging in or they're having problems with something you sent them, you can screen share, they can show you where they're at and you can direct them through that conference. The other nice thing is that Zoom actually records your um, call and your video chat if you want it to. You can choose to do that. And then a lot of times I'll work with clients and we're doing consulting and they're like, I just, I'm not gonna remember all this. I'm like, don't worry, I'm recording this. I'm gonna download it and I will send you the link. And so they can go and rewatch the video or listen to the audio or both um, for our call. And then, you know, if they get stuck along the way before our next call, they know what to go listen to and or where to go listen to it and they can keep moving through the process so think about how you can integrate things like zoom and skype and all those different um, technology options when you can't be face to face with your clients and then last but not least um a good crm tool or customer management tool is your best friend and I'm talking about one, now there's some really great ones out there and there's a bunch that are free and there's a bunch that will, that, you know, cost a little bit of money. Um, and then there's some that are super expensive. So, um, but the great thing about a customer management tool or a CRM tool is that it enables you to put prospective clients and current clients into a system that will alert you um, when you need to reach back out to them or send them a thank you card or send them a birthday card. Um, we have a realtor that was actually um, at one point worked with my uncle Don. This has been years and years ago because my uncle Don has been, um, he passed away in 2004. So it's been a long time, but we um, house hunted with his team. Oh my gosh, my kids, the twins were in car seats and they are now 15. So it's been 13 years. Um, my kids still get a birthday card from Joe DeBito every year. And it's, you know, three birthday cards that come every year. And we have not bought a house from him. We have not, but you know, he's still top of mind because he has stayed in touch all this time or somebody on his team has stayed in touch all this time. And so the likelihood that we would use him when we move or when we sell our house is pretty high. One, because he focuses on the Arvada area. And two, because he has been sending those birthday cards and phone calls um, for 13 years. So, or more. I mean, it's been a long time. So when you have a powerful CRM like that, you are able to track, you know, what you have done with clients in the past or prospects, where you met them, how you know them, where they're at in the sales journey. Um, and there's a lot of different tools out there. So I'm going to give you a few um, and some have more functionality than others. And you're just really going to need to take a look at your business and see which one is the best and which one you can grow with. So my all time favorite CRM that gives you tons and tons of flexibility um, and 
it's probably a little overwhelming actually, but um, it's also free is Insightly. And I used that for a long time to track my customer leads. Um, and I have since just recently moved to something else because I wanted a little bit more functionality in what I was doing with my leads. And so um, my next recommendation is going to be a product called Dubsado and it's D-U-B-S-A-D-O. And don't panic about writing all these down because I'll put them in the show notes for you with links so you can get over there. Um, and what's cool about Dubsado is you can actually move a prospect right into um, the next piece of your sales process. So you can have them fill out an online form on your website and it will send them into an email um, series. And then from that email series, you can send them a proposal. And from the proposal, you can send them a contract and then a contract um, that goes directly to an invoice or a way for them to pay you. And so what I like about that is that you only have to set that up once and then you add them, you know, they, they add themselves as a customer into the system. And as you know, you're ready to work with them um, and move them forward into what you want them to purchase, you give them the option to have all of that at their fingertips. So you have to think through what that process is for you, but um, it's a little bit different than Insightly. You can put notes in there and you can put different pieces of information, but Insightly, um, has it has different functionality so i'm just going to recommend you guys go look at these and see which one's best for you the other one that i really like um i like some things about it and i don't like other things about it um hubspot has a free crm however to use it with any other integrations like if you want to add your email service provider into it um, you you can't. It only works with their marketing platform, and their marketing platform is super expensive. Like I think it starts at two or three hundred dollars a month. So if you're not there yet, which most of my listeners are not there yet, um, you probably want to look at something like Insightly or Dubsado. Um, there's another one that's like, oh, I can't remember what it is. Zero BS. I think it's called Zero BS CRM. And then um, there's Salesforce, which is also a pretty big, robust um, CRM product. I, you're probably not going to really be ready for that. But if you are, if you're ready to move forward, Salesforce is great. I used to use that in corporate. Um, and then Infusionsoft, which is kind of an all-in-one. But it is really like you're going to probably need a full-time Infusionsoft person if you're going to move in that direction. So that's what i would recommend is using a crm of some sort to help you track where clients are to help you track you know what your communications have been with them now if you're using an email service provider and you're just um communicating through like email series and things like that you don't need to put them in a crm and a lot of them will integrate back and forth um but you have the ability to go look at the reports and your in your email service provider and it will tell you you know how many emails they've opened how many they've clicked on um if they're you know they've fallen off the wagon maybe you want to send out a a sos email to them like hey are you still out there what can i help you with yada 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 that kind of thing but those are just some tools i wanted to put out there so just to recap today's episode on customer service um, i gave you seven different ways to stay in touch with your customers and that you can implement into your business so we're going to go backwards number seven was to get some sort of crm and enter in your customer information and your interactions so you can um, put yourself a tickler and follow up with people either with a call or an email or whatever is next on the agenda 
Um, number six is to use some sort of online um, communication tool for like screenshotting or not screenshotting, but um, yeah, screenshotting or um, conference calling. So it's like live interaction. You're not doing a recording, but you're actually having a live conversation with them over um, Zoom or Skype or something like that. And then giving them access to that recording if they need it um, so that they have it later. And the other side note on that is if you're giving them a recording, it also keeps you top of mind with them. So if you're doing a sales call and you're sharing a recording and you're going through, you know, the benefits of your product, they then have that recording and they're going to like, oh, that's awesome. I'm going to watch this again. And, you know, it just puts plants it further and further the seed in their mind. Um, Number five is to make sure that all of your contents on your website and other is um, searchable by Siri. So go back and listen to what you need to do to make that happen. Number four is to add some sort of chat option to your website, whether that's live chat or a messenger chat. Um, Number three is to make yourself available to your customers um, and your prospects and don't keep it a secret, like tell them where, when, how, all that sort of stuff. Number two is to create personalized videos to increase engagement. And number one was to personalize all of your interactions, including email and above and beyond. So thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you guys being here. I will be on next week and we are talking about, let me look really quick. Uh, We are talking about chatbots and customer service once again. So gonna dig a little deeper on chatbots and um, some of the powerful things you can do that are called growth tools. And I will, Um, fill you in on what's happening with messenger marketing and some things you need to look out for and some things that could work really great for you. So until next week, um, I hope you have a great week. And as always, if you have something that you'd like to share with me, comments, questions, or just a shout out, you can reach me on um, Instagram via direct message at Elisa M. Connor. I'll see you soon. Have a great week. Take care. Just a reminder, don't forget to sign up for my free training to create your irresistible download. Everybody wants a great free download. Why shouldn't you have one too? Grow and build your email list so you can get more clients by joining me on my free training at alisaconnor.com forward slash create my freebie. I'll see you soon.